Hey guys, I'm Natalia Schneimler and I help boy moms eliminate and stop all the fighting in their relationships, especially with their sons, by teaching them the tools to manage their minds so that they can handle anything that comes up in life. So I am so excited today to talk to you about this because I think it's some something that we all need and it is um, comfort, okay? Everyday comfort and also, I added the word private. So, <laughs> private comfort. So, if your mind's like anything like mine, it might go to a dirty place, but it's not dirty at all. So, it's actually pretty innocent. In fact, it has to do with your your little inner child. So, whatever it is, like mine is, you know, little Natalia, and you would be little you, your name, right? And I, we came up, actually, I came up with it with one of my friends, Kathy. We had a session yesterday, and what she needed, and what we all need, I think, I believe, every day is to have this little tiny little process and to do the private everyday comforting. And why do I say, okay, let me explain what a comforting is. So as a child, as you know, when you have kids, they need comfort all the time when they scrape their knee, when they are upset, they didn't get what they wanted, when they, you know, for every every single reason, when they're scared, when they are um, tired, right? When all the things like physical, emotional, mental, they need comfort from their mom. And as we get older, somehow, and I think with society, it just becomes unacceptable to cry all the time, right? Because then you are don't look like you are managing well. <clears throat> There's a stigma around, uh, you know, being <laughs> emotionally unstable in public, right? It just doesn't, it doesn't support a like a a good image of you to do that. I don't know how to say it properly, but you get what I mean, right? Um, so we learn to not, exp- you know, display our emotions in public. So then what happens is we don't actually display them to ourselves because we are, have to, you know, have to look cool. We have to look like we're fine because we don't want to be crying all the time. And a lot of the time as a grown up, you don't actually need to cry, but then you don't have a chance to actually visit with what you're feeling, and then you don't have a chance to comfort it. So what ends up happening is that I know for me it was eating. We need to we need comfort, and we overeat or overdrink or overdo drugs or overwatch something or overshop. So that becomes our comfort because we don't know how else to comfort ourselves. So I want to suggest an, a different alternative to comforting yourself. Because sometimes you still, it, like the, all the activities you do, they don't actually comfort you long term. They just comfort you short term. And they cause other problems, right? Extra weight, drinking problem, you know, debt, um, gambling problem, like drugs problem, all the things, right? Or gossiping, whatever it is. Whatever is your flavor of overdoing something. So I want to suggest to you that what you're actually wanting is some comfort from yourself that feels like someone's listening to your whining and is answering your concerns, okay? So if that's little girl in you is afraid, like I get like that all the time. I could watch a movie about something and then I would be super sad and scared and imagining it happening to my family, 
that is legitimate and it's a legitimate sadness and worry and fear. And so that would need, need me some comforting, right? I can't just forget it and push it away. I want some reassurance that, hey, it's okay. I will take care of you. I'll make sure this doesn't happen to you. You know, we're doing all the things already to prevent this from happening and so on. And actually just listening to the concerns of the little girl will comfort the little girl. But pushing it away and saying, okay, we're not dealing with it right now is not really effective because the little girl still has concerns. She's still upset. She still wants to be reassured. She still, um, the concerns didn't go away. They're just being quiet. You're basically saying, okay, be quiet. We don't deal with it, right? So what I want to encourage you to do is three steps, is check in with yourself regularly. Whenever you feel something's off, whenever you feel sad or upset or just when you're paying attention, you will know when something's off. And then you can check in with yourself saying, you know, how are you doing? How are you feeling? What's up? And then that would be step number one. Step number two, listen. And the best way that works for me, you have to find your own way, is I imagine that the little girl is telling me things. And the the reason why I think the imagining a little child, a little you, is a helpful strategy here is because we want to access the concerns that are not that reasonable, right? For a grown-up, you know, it's not a reasonable fear that you're going to get hit on the road by a car because you're a grown-up and you know to look both ways, right? For example, but a little girl might still be afraid because she's a little girl. She doesn't know that we're good at looking both ways. That's just an example, right? So you want to access the unreasonable, not logical, childish fears, concerns, worries. And so because they're a little part of you, but they're still there and they need comfort. They need reassurance. They need you to listen to them. And that's how we access them. We imagine a little kid or or ask, you know, what are you worried about? What are you afraid of? And so then we get, and the more you do this, of course, the better you will get at it. Like now it's it's a quick procedure for me, but of course, at first, it felt all confusing and altogether mumble-jumbled. I didn't know what was what, but it it took practice to practice having that conversation. So you're literally having multiple people inside of you, uh, one you being the adult, and the other you is being a little kid, and you having a conversation between the two of you. And so you're, you, and then there's another you, which is helping facilitate that conversation. There is, so there's three of you. The one of you that's listening to me, she's going to be the organizer of this little conversation. And then there'll be the adult and the child. And then you, what you do is first you ask, how's it going? How are you feeling? Second, you listen. The way I do it is sometimes I, it helps me do it easier is to go on my phone or email and to do it a quick, 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 like a super quick dump of thoughts because I don't have a chance to filter them or edit them or judge them. So I just go quickly and, and I call it like whining, complaining. And I go, oh, I'm scared and the, everything sucks and everyone sucks or I'm afraid that I'm not good and like whatever. I just dump, dump, dump and it usually takes a couple minutes. Super quick, it's like a paragraph, and and then it it's over, and then you run out of things to complain about. 
So then you get that first dose of relief when you do that because you have listened, because you have acknowledged the concerns, you have acknowledged the worries, you now feel heard, you feel like, okay, someone's taking care of me. Then sometimes it's necessary to do this third step, sometimes it's not. Sometimes listening is enough. You know, just sometimes having that distance from you and your thoughts from those concerns is enough because you see they're, you know, not reasonable, they're childish, they're, you've seen them before, you're like, oh, okay, I know these ones, it's fine. You know what, I'm actually fine. I feel better now. Other times you do, I do need, I need actually to address them. You know, like yesterday with my friend Kathy, she addressed them in certain ways and then she you know, that it was in both steps. Like she listened, felt better, and then she addressed some of them in the way that she's already addressing the things that concern her. And she felt like relieved. Um, And so that's how you do it. And you just need to, first of all, ask, how's it going? Listen, and then comfort, right? And I like the word comfort because that is what we, I feel like that's what I always want. We want comfort, at the end of the day, when we had a, even when we had a good day, we still want comfort because our physical bodies are tired. We want something warm. We want something soft. We want something quiet. We want comfort. So, recognizing that even in our on our good days, we want that, and giving it to ourselves then becomes easier to see it when we had a medium or not so great day because we feel the need for it even more. So at the end of the day, I have really nice soft sweaters, warm, comfortable clothing, and recognizing, just actual the act of recognizing that you need that comfort feels like you're being heard. And that sometimes is enough for you to know, okay, I need to be gentle with myself. It's okay. I'll take care of you, right? That That is comforting in itself, knowing that someone's listening, someone's paying attention, right? And the whole time it's you, right? So mul- multiple personalities, and but I would call it multiple identities, multiple people in you, all taking care of you, right? One person taking care of you, one person whining, one person is the adult making decision, decisions, another person's learning, right? So that one person learning here on the podcast is the one who's going to help make the decisions. There's so many people of you. There's a mom who's taking care of the kids. There's a wife who's taking care of the husband and taking care of the marriage. And so you have to uh, embrace all of them, have them chat, hear from every one of you, and Um, then you'll have a happy uh, coexistence. And when you do a really good job of comforting yourself, you're not going to cause fights in your relationships, right? You're not going to lash out at your son. You're not going to criticize your husband. You're not going to want your husband to make you happy or comfort you because you've comforted yourself. And you are just going to have a wonderful relationships, wonderful evening, um, it's just going to be a well, I call it like a well-oiled machine where everything works. You know what what to do when things come up. So if you still need any help in figuring out what kind of comfort you need 
why you're still lashing out or criticizing your husband. I'm definitely here for you and I can help you and coach you and we can figure out what is going on in your head that's causing what you're doing. Because it's not them, it's not what's going on in your life, it's all your programming in your brain and your mind. We just have to take a look at it and see what's going on and then have a clear picture and then we can go from there. Then you can make better decisions because you know how you operate. So go, you should definitely sign up for some coaching and go to my website, www.coachingnatalia.com. Go to sign up for a free mini session. I'm always here for you guys. Uh, You don't have to keep fighting with everyone around you. I know you're tired of it. I know you're angry. I know you're exhausted. There is an answer. You can stop it and have a system that takes care of you And then you can just be with your family and enjoy them, okay? Okay, guys, love you all so much. Have a great week. I love you. Bye.